0: To get started visit plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. Sounds like it's time to make another episode of More Morgalungs! Crystal clear here. Tomfi, Tom 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 was just attacked by three slugs. Tri-slug attack. It was a tri-slug attack. They slugged them. They is it true that they travel by teleportation? I How do they just show up out of nowhere? I don't know. I don't see any other ones. Like, I can't believe the whole colony we're... stuck. <laughs> that is insane. Like, there were three slugs. Do you know that? Well, is there something in there that smells like slug filet Maybe, filet? but how could they go through it that fast? <laughs> Some of them have those beanie hats with the helicopter. That, I believe they I did see one of those. Yeah. No. I definitely saw one of those. They call hats. them um, hover slugs. Yeah, what kind of, what do I have, Leucimus niacus now? Our metal band's called The Helmets. (laughs) That would be good. Because those gnats, those crazy tiny gnats. They like my eyeball, yep. They They definitely like my eyeball. Hello, listeners. You're in luck. Because it's Monday. And I do great things on Monday. And you can do great things on Monday. Because it is the best day of the week. Today, I gave up two words. No. No. Three. The first one, which I shall say for the last time, forever and ever, is should. I'm done with that word. The other words, I can't. I'm done with those words as well. So what I can do for you today is share with you a very (laughs) odd and interesting article that I found on the interwebs. Won't you stay tuned? listen up. URI, this is an article. So I want to talk to you about an article that is off of URI.edu, published July 28, 2004. It's an oldie, but a goodie. It's just a little news notice that uh, URI textile scientists build extensive fiber database for FBI. Kingston, Rhode Island, when University of Rhode Island researchers started building a fiber database for the FBI in October 2002, they were asked for 400 samples. By the time the project ended earlier this year, more than 1,800 samples were provided to the Federal Law Enforcement Agency. Professors Martin Bride and Margaret Ordonez of URI's Department of Textiles, Fashion, Merchandising, and Design teamed up on the... The FBI is interested in refining its textile analysis processes because fibers play such a critical role in forensic investigations, Bide said. The team collected an array of different fibers from commercial companies and drew on the extensive library of dyes in the department. Using a new dyeing machine acquired for the project, small samples of fiber were dyed with many different dyes and dye mixtures. For each dyed specimen, a permanent microscopic slide was prepared, a digital microscope image was generated, and a small sample of fiber of each specimen was placed in coin holder envelopes and placed in three ring binders. The image and details of the fiber and dye were included on a database that filled four compact discs. Four compact discs? Y'all, can you imagine how much the fiber collection has grown? by now over at the FBI we probably still have more fibers than they do but I'm talking to the morgies out there hello there's more than just fibers Um, there's a lot of weird things besides fibers okay there's hairs and there's moving hair worms Um, yes I know how crazy that sounds but there is moving hairs on your head on your body when you have morgulons at least some of us morgis have experienced that and documented that and most recently i noticed a long white hair coming out standing straight up out of from underneath my middle finger nail so it was wiggling clearly it was moving There are moving hairs in Morglons. I know nobody wants to admit that because it sounds insane, but it's true. And I am not insane. I'm quite sane, just a little weird. So I bring up this article about the fibers because, you guys, is that story about Dr. Randy Wymore trying to take the fibers to be analyzed And his friend, the cop, takes him to the FBI somehow and the Morgulon's fibers are analyzed, but they can't be identified to match any commercial fiber in the FBI database. You know, the CDC claims that the fibers they found in the biopsies they took from the people they defined as Morgulon's patients contained... Cotton. They actually say cellulose, but they contained cotton. They just say it's basically fibers from the environment that the patients put here because they scratch too much. Something like that, along those lines. Well, interestingly, if they if they were willing to team up with the Armed Forces Institute of Pathology to take a look at the good old morgulons, then why not get with the FBI? just why not check to make sure those quote-unquote cellulose fibers probably coming from cotton check them you must be able to recognize them from the enormous database that was in uh 2004 almost 20 years ago right 17 or something and I'm sure that database on the four compact discs has grown to an enormous number. So what are the fibers? Not to mention the white fuzz balls that glow under the black light. They fluoresce under a black light. They come out of your skin. For me, that's always after I get out of a hot shower. Just these fluff balls. And sometimes they come out of my lesions white fluff balls it's i don't know how else to explain it that's it is what it is what about the hard sharp crystals and uh yeah the crystalline kind of like amber type crystals clear crystals black specks glitter brown tiny leaves i mean y'all know y'all know the morgulons the black goo hello the black goo i'm just saying The CDC study was weird. When you read the press statements from back then when the CDC was conducting the study about morgulons, I mean, the study just... There's so many reasons, and I've talked about it on this show a zillion times, why the study doesn't make sense, the conflict of interest, the weird doing a retrospective medical record study when there was a current increased reporting of an outbreak in... From numerous public health officials in California, it's not the way an emerging disease investigation usually unfolds. You study the actual people who are reporting it, not go into some medical records from Kaiser Permanente while they're transitioning from paper to digital system that year, and you're checking the digital system, and looking up the people that have been coded with delusional parasitosis. I mean, just where do you want, should I go on? This is not good research, really not. It was a foregone conclusion. It's really and quite truly the definition of having fixed beliefs in spite of the presentation of contradictory or new evidence. I really do think that it was sort of a foregone conclusion before the study ever started. And um, I just say that if you really want to encourage conspiracy theories about a government cover-up, you would sort of behave the way the CDC behaved uh, when it approached the investigation of this grassroots movement, this outcry of concerned citizens talking about this bizarre disease, these bizarre symptoms. So let's do a little throwback to a blog, I guess, an institute for global energy research, Alexander's Gas and Oil Connections. I guess this is a personal blog, Uh, world news, energy, economy, climate, environment, geo strategy, other, February 5th, 2012, 12 a.m., the Morgulon's disease cover-up. Imagine having the mental prowess to be able to create living filaments, heretofore unknown, that can reproduce themselves, some of which come with identifying letters embossed on them, and then to make them extrude from beneath your skin, all against your conscious will. Sound like science fiction? It's not, says the U.S. Centers for Disease Control. Despite having spent four years and $600,000 in using the world's largest forensic database, the premier health agency reports it is unable to identify the source of fibers emanating from those suffering with morgulons. So let's just take a brief stop here. Just want to make some observations. It did take four years to do the study using the world's largest forensic database. I don't know what that means. I think that's almost referring to the FBI lore, legend, true story. I don't know. Um, because they went to the Armed Forces Institute of Pathology to test the specimens. And from my understanding, the budget was more like 387000 not 600000 Um... But the premier health agency reports that it's unable to identify the source of the fibers emanating from those suffering with Morgulons. Um Okay. The CDC suggests that four out of 100,000 people, the rate of infection in Northern California, are imagining these filaments into existence. Comprising an array of physical and mental symptoms, Morgulans is distinguished by novel fibers that protrude from the skin, causing lesions and sores that do not heal, or that heal very slowly. Though clustered in California, Florida, and Texas, it is found in every state and around the planet. I mean, where does this info with the California, Florida, and Texas come from? Was it true then? Is it If it was, is it still true now? These are burning questions that every morgue I think, should want to know if they don't already want to know. And it's really what every citizen uh, should want to know, because did you? I didn't think I was going to become one of these crazy people. Here I am. It's real. Sucks. I hate for you to have to believe it only at that point, like me. Um... We conducted an investigation of this unexplained dermopathy to characterize the clinical and epidemiological features and explore potential etiologies, the paper explains. The only potential etiology suggested was that the patients were delusional. No common underlying medical condition or infectious source was identified, similar to more commonly recognized conditions such as delusional infestation. The CDC provided more information in its press release hyping the study than it did in the 300-word study. His unexplained dermopathy webpage goes beyond what was reported in the actual study, saying there is, quote, no evidence of an environmental link and promised to do no further studies. Quote, people who suffer from Morgulon's disease are not delusional, no matter what the CDC or the mainstream press would have you believe, says Jan Smith of MorgellonsExposed.com. She's suffered with Morgulans for over 13 years. The image above, and there's a picture on the top that looks exactly like some shit that's come out of my skin. The image above is on her homepage. Ponder why a person with Morgulans disease would have tissue coming out of their body with embossed letters on it. This photo is real, and the sample has not been altered in any way. It is available for research and DNA testing. Girl, I'm with you. I have had fibers with letters numbers embossed on them come out of my skin I know I know, it's unbelievable but it's true maybe, I mean look at the picture up top, go to gasandoil.com and look for this Morgellons thing, you'll see the picture of this Morgellons fiber and I'm telling y'all, it looks just like some shit that's come out of my face alright, moving on um The CDC study reported most materials collected from participants' skin were composed of cellulose, likely of cotton origin, One of the specimens extruded from Smith's body was found to be composed of cellulose and GNA, the synthetic form of DNA. Glycol nucleic acid does not occur naturally. It is used to create synthetic life forms. Well, that's a bold claim. Let's explore that on next episode.